I'm Laura Flanders of Grit TV. The UN has called on Nigeria to restore law and order in its northeast and investigate mass killings alleged to have been carried out by the militant group Boko Haram. Boko Haram's the same lot that last spring kidnapped 276 girls, most of whom have never been recovered. This January, while world attention was focused on the killings in Paris, Boko Haram wedged an assault on two northern towns. Satellite imagery before and after shows Bega and its neighbor raised to the ground. The Nigerian government says 150. Human rights groups say more than 10 times that many were slaughtered. The exact numbers are hard to confirm, but one thing is pretty certain. If what's been dismissed as a religious squabble in the north was taking place in oil pipeline territory in Nigeria's south, neither the government nor the world's most powerful nations would be watching the violence escalate. Black lives don't matter as much as white to the West, that's clear. But everywhere, hashtag, profits matter most. Nigeria's not some tin-pot state, the largest economy on the continent, one of the world's leading oil producers. It's not the government that's poor, only the vast majority of its people. Nigeria's seen billions of oil dollars flow through it, the lion's share to corporations including Chevron, Exxon, and Shell. But the oil giants have kicked back plenty to Nigerian leaders in exchange for protection. As a result, the military's annual budget today exceeds $6 billion, and they've never been reluctant to use it to protect pipelines. In the mid-1990s, when demonstrations by the people of Ogoniland threatened to shut down oil production, much of the Niger Delta was put under military rule, and maintaining law and order led to the killing of leading Ogoni activists, including Ken Sarawiwa. Nigerians are going to the polls in mid-February, and President Goodluck Jonathan may be replaced. But it's the wealth that needs shifting, not just the politicians in Nigeria. More oil money going to taxes and things like Ogoni activists were demanding, like schools, clean water, and health care, might have produced more democracy and less corruption. And perhaps less of that military budget would be ending up in generals' pockets. Who knows? If poverty was a bit less dire and popular discontent a bit less severe, Nigeria just might be less fertile territory for misogynist maniacs promising vengeance. Would the West care more if Nigerians were white? No doubt. But one thing's for sure. If you could make money from schoolgirls, the most powerful people in the world would be all over us. Watch my interview with Patrick Coburn on the perils of the West's reaction to the Paris killings at grittv.org and catch the Laura Flanders show 9 p.m. Fridays on Link TV. Stay in touch. I'm Laura at grittv.org. And thanks.